Tendo pigtailed girl, Akane Tendo pigtailed girl, Akane Tendo pig. programs welcome back to another duelerific knives-tastic episode of fan holes big in japan hey what's up guys this is derek derek wc i'm going to be one of your norse nordic hosts tonight but i am not alone i am joined by one of my fellow fan holes why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight Hey, I'm Mike, and I am a true warrior, because I don't use a sword. A true warrior needs no microphone. Thor's kid came along. He was hiding in the bottom of their ship. Look at that. He's got himself a little dagger there. Oh, no. What will we do? <laughs> I'm scared Cowards. How dare you! How dare you take a warrior like my father! I'm gonna kill you for that! I'll be the last thing you see! I'll kill you! Do you hear me? I'm gonna kill you! He's only a boy. Just look into those eyes. So what should we do, boss? Toss him overboard? Just leave him. He'll die soon anyway. So yeah, we're 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 here to talk about the the anime series entitled Vinland Saga. And I guess it's been a long, I don't know. I should probably let Mike talk about this. I don't know shit about this. Mike's like, watch this. And I was like, okay. Um, and I watched it. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, it, my understanding is it's, it's, uh, is it a currently running manga series? Yeah. Like I, I, okay. I wrote, I, I wrote a whole like uh, background thing. Like I'll just, I'll read that off like, a, okay. a, you know, background and a little like brief summer. Like, yeah, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I guess for the people who are not in the know, I mean, you know, it's funny because I, I feel like almost maybe like you should go back and insert that my favorite anime intro thing that we recorded, at least the the Vinland Saga portion of it, because that that intro kicks a lot of ass, and at least that first one. And I remember you that was when you first sort of brought it up with us on air, you know? Yeah, like a, some like a friend at work said, like, 
oh dude like i I think this was right around the time that like game of thrones was like kind of ending and like you know most people were talking about how disappointed they were in like game of thrones at that time and like my friend was like dude dude like if you want something like with a sort of like game of thrones flavor like and i know you like anime like you know check this like out and he like you know he put that first opening on his phone and i was like oh man that does kick it look like it kicks ass so then i you know i went home and i watched it all and like, I liked it so much, I tracked down the rest of the manga and read it up to current. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, and I, I was I, like, I, I was working it out in my head how to say this, but this is this, this definitely does give you a Game of Thrones flavor in the good Game of Thrones flavor way. So, that's 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 all I'll say about that. Not in the disappointing final seasons yeah, way, uh-huh. but in the in the when you were like just getting into Game of Thrones and went, oh my god, you know, like every episode or whatever. It definitely, definitely gives that flavor. Yeah. But uh, let me, I'll, I'll read my little, like, background document and then we, we can get into it. Vinland Saga, the anime, is based on the long-running ma- manga by Makoto Yukimura, who in turn based it on classical Viking folklore, which in turn is based on actual historical events and figures. Uh, the manga began in 2005, and it's still ongoing to this day. Um, as of this recording, it's on chapter 193. Um, the first season of the anime, which originally aired in 2019, uh, adapts the first 54 chapters, which is known as the prologue arc. The prologue arc introduces us to Thorfinn, a six-year-old Icelandic boy and son of legendary Viking warrior Thors. Thors abandoned his life of bloodshed and retreated to Iceland to raise a family and live a peaceful life, but the past eventually catches up to him. After Thors is killed dishonorably after a duel, and before Thorfinn's eyes, the boy swears to avenge his father's death. He goes about doing so by joining the gang of Viking raiders that killed Thors in the hopes of killing their leader, the half-Danish, half-Welsh Askeladd. As the years pass... Thorfinn survives countless battlefields and becomes a skilled assassin. Askeladd manages to keep the boy under his thumb by promising him one-on-one duels in exchange for daring feats on the battlefield. Only through an honorable duel does Thorfinn believe he can properly avenge his father, but after many attempts, he's utterly unable to defeat Askeladd. Askeladd's band soon becomes involved in royal and political entanglements, encountering Canute, the son of Danish King Swain. Askeladd sees Canute as an avenue to enact his secret agenda, and Thorfinn is tasked with serving as Canute's bodyguard. Death, betrayal, and tragedy await all on this path, and when the dust clears, will Thorfinn ever achieve his heart's desire of revenge on his father's killer? So yeah, that's my uh, uh, back-of-DVD Blu-ray synopsis of uh, Vinland Saga. and uh, Yeah, and like, that's, so... That's- that's a pretty decent uh, bite-sized, you know, yeah. version of, of, of those 24 episodes or 50-something chapters. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, when you know, sometimes when you say, like, oh, dude, bro, this is 109 manga chapters. And I was like, oh, holy fuck, like, how many seasons of this are there going to be? But it sounds like we, we banged out half of it with this this first season, right? Like, well, so 100 and, 193, I said, not 109. 
Oh, okay. So, well, well, so more like a twenty-five percent, right? Yeah. Like a quarter of it, right? So I mean, still, I was like, okay, that's that's kind of ma- more manageable, right? But, yeah, like this could go for like four seasons, maybe, because well, current like as it currently goes, like you know, uh, Makoto Yukimura said that we're in the final arc, so like, and he's on chapter mm-hmm. one ninety-three. So I mean, I mean, how much longer can it go? Like another twenty chapters, maybe. Okay. So, okay. But um. I guess I, I don't know, like spoilers, but um, and and spoilers for me too. But I, I I'm just curious. Does does he ever meet Leif Erikson in the manga so far? Yeah, well, like they call like this arc, which the like anime adapts, like the the prologue saga, because mm-hmm. you know it. While Thorfinn is like the main character, I mean, like you know, he, he kind of takes a backseat towards the end of it, like to focus more on like you know the political machinations and like you know Askeladd's agenda and all that but after like this arc like it's all Thorfinn all the time like he is undisputably like the main character character. and it's it's almost laid out like Dragon Ball Z like if this this is like the Saiyan saga and Mm. then up next up next is you know that there's three other arcs basically like they the next arc um it's funny because the next arc kind of has like if this this first saga has like Game of Thrones vibes, like the next arc has like Walking Dead vibes because hmm. it it all takes place on a farm. But like it's it's super like it's a super smaller scale and personal arc. And like like the fans like jokingly call it Farmland Saga because like it's all on the same farm, basically. Okay. And like you you only you you follow Thorfinn like at what what he's doing in the aftermath of like you know what happened in the first season and like how he's dealing with finding a new purpose in life and like it kind of cuts in and out between Thorfinn and what Canute is doing like becoming like the new king and all that and what how he's managing and then the the third arc is kind of like a world tour arc where Thorfinn goes like sailing around and meeting a bunch of different new people and then the final arc is finally like, hey, we should go to Vinland, like, you know, eventually. Like, right, so right. They, they, they finally, like, you know, arrived on Vinland and there's like new challenges for them to face there. But but yeah, they, they um, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a spoiler to say, yes, of course, he finds like Leif Erikson again. You know, he meets up with a lot of other people again, you know, like I, I think like Thorfinn. Canute, uh, Thorkel, uh, Floki, like in Lee, like Leif Erikson are all like, you know, recurring characters. Like they all okay. show up like at various points in the like four different like arcs. So, but yeah, it, it goes, it's, it, it go like he, Dorfin travels a really long path of like character development. And like a lot of it happens in the next arc where, you know, I mean, he's not the deepest character in this first, like, arc you know he just wants you know he develops it from a sweet little kid into like you know a revenge like crazed teenager and then you know after that like you know they kind of you know in in the final episode it's kind of like you know Askeladd asks him like did you ever think of what you're gonna do after I'm dead what are you gonna do for the rest of your life and you know that's what the next arc kind of like explores so but yeah but I'm curious like because like I said, I, I really enjoyed this, and I thought, like, you know, you guys would probably enjoy this. So I'm, like, curious. Like, what are your, like, you know, general thoughts of this, you know, this anime? I thought it was really good, man. I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Like, this is this is a very engaging, enthralling series. 
just just like you you know i mean you know it's an elevator pitch to compare it to something like game of thrones but if you what that means essentially is if you watched game of thrones and you were excited week after week and had shocking moments week after week and looked forward to certain characters and hated certain characters and learned to love them and and all that kind of everything that that entails is is something that is uh, uh, a a similar enriching fulfilling viewing experience with this anime i yeah yeah, i think it's a shame i mean i'm sure justin will get around to watching it eventually but i mean i i think this would be up justin's alley as well right like that that this is something that that he would enjoy i think also to me like this this is funny because I, I don't know why this is my this is why my, I, I don't know why this particular movie is my go to for this kind of feeling of of watching and viewing. But I, I always remember watching Ghost in the Darkness and and my head hurting after I watched it, not because it was a bad movie or a tough view, but because I was so intensely focused on the the action and and peril in the movie and i feel like that's something i can also transpose onto this as a as a positive as a as a pro for for something where i think there were you know there's all the kind of things that are the mark of a good anime like when you finish watching an episode you don't want to stop when you when you get into the battles you know you're you're almost like a drug fiend, you know, smacking your arm going, dude, no, I, I, I need to know what happens in this fight. Like, where, where's my next hit and stuff? And, and sometimes when they go back and forth between those things, you know, it's like it's like I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing. But like one of those things where you, you know, I, I remember it was especially pronounced when Thorfinn was fighting Thor's kill in the snow and then they basically it's almost like an entire episode cuts to uh canute's transformation i guess you'd say like that awakening maybe yeah 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 so when when it focuses on on him being kind of like this uh almost you know purposely mute sheepish kind of you know timid thing to to someone who comes into his own and takes full command of the situation and all that other stuff it's like it was funny to me because i was like wait what the fuck i want to see the fight with doris finn and 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 doris kill like why are we cutting away from the good stuff you know like that that kind of thing but you know not that that episode wasn't good but just you know that that's how much you get engrossed in the, the 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 moments in the show thor's finn I guess that's a good place to start is is a, a character for me that's easily identifiable with, you know what I mean? Like like you, you sort of understand all his motivations. You're with him since he's a, a child, you know, and kind of wide eyed and hopeful and all that other stuff. And then you're with him through all the low, dark kind of, uh, you know, terrible moments and everything. And then and then and then him sort of building himself back up again and then. I, I think, you know, since you already mentioned it, you know, the because, you know, it's like spoilers, but um, the moment where Askeladd finally gets killed and, and he says, you know, that or, or even the, the moment where he, he loses his final duel with Askeladd and he says, you know, what have you been doing with the last 10 years of your life? Like and then when he dies, you know, did you plan anything after this? Like what what are what's your intent now that 
that your life's purpose is is done and over with and you're only what like you know fucking 13 or however old he is right like and i don't know like like that that that's one of those things that's interesting about this show because it 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 hits you on a lot of uh emotional levels i think without being sappy or or uh uh I don't know. What do they call it? Like a Hallmark Christmas card or, a you know, saccharin, like sac- like, like saccharin, yeah. saccharin, you know, like yeah. it's not it's not sappy. It's not saccharin, but there is there is a, a, a gravitas to it. You know, there's an emotional weight to it. And when you watch some of the episodes, you know, there, there's certain moments where you just kind of, you know, it hits you. Right. And And sometimes it doesn't. It's kind of like when you I mean, I don't know if everybody knows about this, but it's kind of like when you're in a fight, you know, and and somebody hits you and whatever. And at the time you're in the middle of the fight. So you're just like you've got adrenaline and all this other shit going and you hit them back and, you know, that that kind of thing. And that's what but it may be like a couple hours later when you have, you know, the black eye or the the punch in the the gut or whatever it is, you know, and the bruise and all that kind of stuff. And you're just kind of like then a couple hours later, you're kind of like, ow, like, oh, yeah. Like that, that he, he nailed me at that point or whatever. And it hurt. Right. And I, I think that's one of those things where I don't know for me, like it was it, it was it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, that's I don't know. I think I've had enough life experience where somebody saying, oh, yeah, you spent 10 years of your life. You know, I, I, I don't know. He, he kind of says wasting his time, which I, I that's not really true. But but there's a truth to it. Right. Like where you're like, oh, shit. And, and that's. That's a hard pill to swallow, but when you when you've lived long enough, it, it, that sometimes there are those moments where you have these huge, huge life changes. You know, like like where you know it, it, the the things that you were intending spending the rest of your life doing either come to an end or 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 are just you know for practical reasons have to take a completely different turn you know and and so like i think that's something to me where i was like uh, i think that hit me a little more close to home than i was expecting so like those aspects i think i i definitely relate i mean you know it's interesting because you you brought up the the aria stark comparison which i totally see you know but it's like i i I think because thorsfin is uh basically uh the the son of a viking essentially right like there there's there's that aspect to me where I was kind of like, oh, yeah, he's he's kind of like a, a badass little Franklin Richards or whatever. You know what I mean? Like like that, that kind of <laughs> thing. And then and then there, there, to me, I think, uh, you know, one thing I'll say is, is I thought I mean, I kind of saw that um, Thor's kill was going to be his uncle, like from a mile away. Do you know what I mean? Like like that. That was something where, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm, you know, I, I don't know if it's like totally obvious and I'm not, you know super clever or whatever but i i think the minute i saw him i was just kind of like oh you know what i bet you he turns out to be his you know like i bet you he's he's the brother of uh you know his mother or something like that you know and he knew he knew his father like i i i, I just i had that in the back of my head the whole time like i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it turns out to be and then when they finally like solidified the the backstory and the flashback i was like yeah i was i was fucking right you know like so like there, there there's moments like that where it seems to fit in the um, the round peg with the round little building block and it, <laughs> yeah. it fits right in. And you're like, OK, yeah, that's totally that. That's the vibe I was I was getting. And it totally worked for me. 
I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you want to you want to talk about characters one by one and 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 go through certain things? Because I mean, I have plenty of things to say about the the different characters and the kind of the journeys they go on and all that stuff. But yeah. I mean, it, it, well, to answer your question, in... you know, I I did really enjoy watching the show. So you know, thanks. Oh, good. Yeah, like I, I figured it would it. be. I figured it would be like up your alley. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. but one like going back to like the Game of Thrones comparison, one thing I really like, especially about these first like this first like sort of saga it's like you know when you got to the last few seasons of game of thrones and they ran out of like george r r R. martin like material to adapt and all of a sudden these characters that have been like politically brilliant and like you know canny and like you know dastardly and whatever all of a sudden like started losing all their smarts and their plot armor like Tyrion and like you know cersei and whatever like that never happens here like because obviously it's it's you know it's still the same author it's still his guiding light like askeladd dies but he dies on top like he dies at like he he achieves his goal like he goes out like a boss he never mm. i don't think he ever looks like weak or anything like or pathetic like and you know and it, like i think it's super satisfying when he finally dies like and it's even even though like you would you would think that since thorfinn isn't the one who gets to kill him like it wouldn't be satisfying but it kind of is because it just like they spent well, so much time developing him and like yeah. his relationship I mean, with thorfinn I mean, I mean, you talk about Arya Stark and Thorfinn, but but to, to me, and and this wasn't anything you sold me on, you know, and told me about, you know, in advance. This is me coming to this of my own sort of determination. But Askeladd is like Green Arrow and Fandral merged with Jamie Lannister. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you, you know, he he he's got the look about him of a kind of a, a green arrow type he's roguish dashing you know there's a little bit about him that's that's you know a little shady and everything like that obviously he's responsible for thorfinn's father's death and that's why they have the whole arrangement that that thorfinn is gonna you know constantly challenge him to a duel and all that kind of stuff but you know as as the series progresses you know you you spend a lot you know thorfinn obviously and then and then you as an audience person you spend a lot of time with Askeladd and all his his band of of merry men i guess for lack of a better term right and you you come to appreciate certain things about him you know he's got he's got his own you know sense of fan aura and like all these characters get their their awesome fantastical moments of being the bestest you know like and and Askeladd is no exception but i think the game of thrones thing that really hits home is i mean by all intents and purposes you should i mean you know at face value on paper you you, you should be just like thorsfin or or even more so than thorsfin you know think Askeladd is gross or hate him or despise him or whatever right but and and and, and kind of like most people with the lannisters right you you know supposedly you you should you should despise the lannisters but the kind of hidden secret i guess or or out well, maybe it's not hidden maybe it's just out there it's a, it's an out there secret or whatever but you know what, what's funny is uh, you know the lannisters have their fans right and Askeladd certainly has his fans i'm sure right like and it's just it, it's because he is clever. It's because he is powerful. It's because he does accomplish his goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and he is, 
you know, th- this character that, that, you know, he might be dastardly and, and do things. I mean, I think the hardest um, episode to watch, I don't know if it's 13 or 14 or whatever it is, but, the, you know, one of the hardest episodes to watch is when they're 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 trucking through the snow and everything. And they stop at that one village. And except for that one little redheaded girl or whatever they basically end up massacring the whole village right and and that's one of those episodes where you know again it's it's that example i gave where you know you you might not feel the hit completely at the time but after a while you're like whoa that was um that was a pretty heavy fucking episode you know what i mean like that that kind of the weight of that stays with you right after you watch it and everything and and at face value you should be like holy shit he you know he had 62 people women children men whatever executed right and and then you go back to this whole like well what what time frame is this do you know what i mean like this is this is pre you know the united states of america right like this is this is this is way way back in the what 11th century or whatever right like and it's like you're sitting there yeah. thinking to yourself like this is you know to to me this is me just reaching in and dealing with uh or or bringing up things that I've talked about recently you know this is this is that aspect of the eternal warrior you know like where it's like they they go through all that that stuff in the past and it's like is 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 real life any different right now probably not i mean you 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 want you, you probably want to think everybody's more civilized and all this other stuff, but I'm sure there's people like that where when push comes to shove, like their their food or their well-being is more important than your well-being. And, and, and whether you want to admit it to yourself or not, your well-being, it definitely comes at the expense of other people's well-being. And I, I guess all I'm saying is you are uh, naive if if you 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 don't really understand that and the 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 things that people do there you know he's a very three-dimensional character and it 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 would be easy for people to just pigeonhole this guy into a box and say he's an evil scumbag he deserves what he gets yada 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 right and it's interesting too because all these people don't come to a good end do you know what i mean like like it's funny what's his uh what's his second hand his right hand man's name Bjorn, you know, it's interesting to me because because it's like in the opening, you know, when when Thor's gets killed, they first introduce the aspect of him eating his uh, magic mushroom and and, and going all, you know, I don't know, Hulk, Super Saiyan or whatever. Right. With this mushroom and and, and having, uh, you know, enhanced strength and all this other stuff. And it's funny to me because because I, I can't tell you how much I was waiting. Like I was like, dude, like because because it's funny how you 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 follow that cat on the journey as well and and find out he's a lot more layered and dimensional. He's not just the right hand strong man of of uh, Ascalad. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got his own nuances and and and, and you know it, you know he has like those funny lines where you know he's like, well even on his deathbed he's kind of like yeah no hard feelings like you know you're on the battlefield you do what you got to do and and life's too short to hold grudges unless you're thorfinn do you know what i mean and it's like i i love that because because it's like he's got he you know he's not just a dumb sort of brute that that is is pointed in the right direction like he he has his own sense of understanding and everything like that and it's it's funny because you know conceivably if you're thorfinn right like you know you should you should hate him at face value, but they, they, they all become allies to a degree. Right. Like, and, and so I just, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And I guess my point was, I was, 
I was waiting. I was like, when the fuck is he going to take that mushroom again? Like, like, cause I was like, you know, they, they can't just introduce that once. And then to, it's cause it's like, he doesn't use it in this whole time. They're on all these campaigns and everything. He's just Bjorn the fighter and does his deal. And, and, and that's everything. And then when they finally get to that episode with, you know, Canute in the snow and, you know, he's, he's on his last legs. That's finally when finally he busts out the mushroom and you're like, Oh yeah. Like he's going to fucking eat the mushroom now, you know? And so I don't know. It's like a, a lot of that stuff. There's, there's a lot of uh, really fun payoff to it. And it's not, you know, they, they didn't overuse it. It wasn't like every fucking episode. He ate the goddamn mushroom. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, but, but I, it, it was enough to where I was like, when the fuck you, I, I know they're going to bring this back. Like, when are they bringing it back? And when they brought it back, it was like at the perfect time, the perfect moment. And it, it made it worth the <laughs> it's wait. Like an, you're talking like it would have been like an, a thing, an episode of Power Rangers or something. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah was well, like, I need magic yeah, mushroom power. Yeah. Like, well, that, you know, that, that, that could be an extreme example of how, how how unimportant it could have become but but to me i was i was definitely jonesing for it right and 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 when they used it they used it at the perfect moment so you know and it's like those characters you know of course you know they they come to be you know more dimensional than you would have ever realized if you just if you only watch the episode where they they kill thor's yeah, and, like, kind of transitioning from that scene, like, Canute, like, I feel like, you know, once he has his, like, you know, sort of awakening and he he becomes a man, basically, like, you know, like, he has that sort of what you'd call, like, you know, the Hannibal Lecter moment of, like, pure fan aura when, right, like, he's, right. he's alone and Bjorn's, like, tripping out on the mushroom and, like, going yeah, berserk and stuff yeah. and he just walks up to him and Bjorn like gets scared of him because he's got like, you know, the, the sheer will and like fan aura around him because he's had this like sort of mental and spiritual awakening. So, yeah, it's like, it's like the, the, you know, what's cool about this is the, the anime, at least, I don't know how they do it in the manga, but the anime, like fan aura is visible by like, it's like they have a little Oriala Boreolis like swirling around their person. And that's how, that's how the the fan aura is is visually illustrated or like that moment where like i i love when um Ascalad, like you know he basically there's that one moment where you know the 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 danish king is like hey we're gonna we're gonna go fuck over wales anyway you know and then and then he's got that moment where his entire body is is in shadow but then it's just the brain with like tons of synapses like going back and forth and back and forth and everything like that and like all that stuff i think is you know there's lots of cool visuals in this to to display stuff i you know what's funny is i mean aside from the violence i suppose but like there there is that part of me that's like man this this could be a, a history teacher's wet fucking dream right like where they're like I want to get the kids interested in history. <laughs> I'm going to show them. Uh-huh. I mean, they probably can't, right? But like, like I, I just think to myself, oh, this is one going to get them kids interested in history. It's going to be a bunch of you know knife fights and all this other stuff. It's, I mean, uh, yeah, all, all the virtually all the characters are pulled from real like Nordic like you know folk tales and like historical. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. obviously, people, most people who like you know had a you know education like in growing up probably have heard of like. Leif Erikson, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah Thor- Thorfinn was a real person. Like he was an explorer. Like, I mean, maybe like, I think they, obviously they embellished a lot, but like, you know, he wasn't probably an assassin or whatever as a kid, but like he was, uh, there was a real person. They based him that character off of. 
And like, I think like Askeladd is kind of a, not, not only is he like, they reveal that he is like the descendant of basically King Arthur, but like, he is like, they said, like, he is like a sort of like folkloric, like figure in, in Viking culture. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, like I said, like, uh, all the characters kind of go on a journey and they all kind of, you know, have their big moments and stuff. And like I said, Canute is as, as the, like, you know, as the series goes on past like this anime and stuff, Canute kind of becomes like, you know, Thorfinn's kind of opposite, like where they kind of go on divergent paths and like, they're not quite enemies, but they like, they, they kind of check in on each other from time to time as the series goes on. And they're like, Oh, this is what you're doing now. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like, how's the King stuff going? Like, Oh yeah. Pretty cool, bro. Pretty cool. Like, and, like, mm. you know, sometimes they come into conflict and sometimes they don't, but it's like, it's an interesting, like he's, he's almost like, like Canute almost becomes like almost like the Vegeta to Thorfinn's like Goku mm. like sort of mm. but okay. but yeah okay. like and it starts like here so I guess we should have said way before like we started talking but obviously like spoilers for like these twenty four episodes or whatever yeah but I I, it's, I feel like people should know that yeah that uh-huh. we're not but it's we're like not Canute, hold back on this Canute is the one who gets to like kill Askeladd that it's in it's all it's great because it's all part of Askeladd's plan basically yeah, because yeah. he can't like he's put in a corner by like uh King Swain who was Canute's father and like he wants Canute dead because he doesn't he wants his older brother to inherit the throne so like and then he is planning to invade Wales which is like Askeladd's homeland so he like puts Askeladd in this corner where he was like, "Listen, you have a choice. Like, I'll you either kill Canute or like, or I'll and I'll, I'll we won't invade Wales or we'll invade Wales and I'll let you keep Canute." Like, so Askeladd like finds a way to do both, basically, like get both the things he wants. Yeah, yeah. Well, it costs him his life, but he does it. I mean, going back to the Game of Thrones thing, if if it makes it more palatable for people, I mean, you know, Canute is is a son, right? Is a king, but I I feel like just based on his visual and and his journey at least what i've seen in this first season of the anime th- this to me was a fairly fulfilling version of mother of dragons you know what i mean like where it's like somebody who's kind of like not not quite in the kingdom itself but comes back to to basically take the throne you know type thing and so that that was something that was you know a, a parallel that was on my mind you know when when I was watching this and everything and then of course the the visuals are interesting too because you know when when Canute first shows up you know he's always masked and all this other kind of stuff and it's like I you know I mean I'm I'm just gonna say it because I thought it was funny but I was like what the fuck who Jane Foster over here like what's going on like that kind of thing <laughs> you know like that that's kind of the visual vibe you get right because it's a you know they 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 specifically talk about it you know as very sort of a feminine looking teen or whatever. And so, you know, even at points they call, they call him princess and all that kind of stuff. So like when you, when you first see the visual, especially in the, the introduction and stuff, and you don't know who all these characters necessarily are in, in some of the intros until you get to their episodes. You know, I, I think my first gut response was kind of like, Oh, that kind of, that kind of reminds me of Jane Foster. And I was like, you know, Jane Foster is Thor, I guess, specifically, I should say. But like there, there, there's that aspect where, you know, you're then my synapses start going. And I'm like, well, did Jane Foster Thor would have been before this? Maybe. But I don't know how old the the manga is. So I don't know if you can educate me on that. Or 
the manga, yeah, the manga started in 2005, so it's ah, way, way okay. before. This, 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 this is way, way before. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, see, so. Well, so it's then, funny, then, like, when, yeah. when I first saw that opening, I was kind of like, oh, who's that Char guy, like, at the end? <laughs> like, you know, because I was like, oh, mm. the masked blonde guy. I was like, and I was like, oh, well, he's not exactly Char, like, exactly, but, like, right, you know. Right, right. Yeah, it's inter- it's interesting, like what what goes through your own synapses when you see those introductions, and then and then what it actually turns out to be. You know, I I feel like I have a lot, or uh, I don't know, I think I have a lot to say about Thor's kill. Um, but but the one thing I desperately wanted to talk to you about is is I I don't think I could ever be a guy like Thor's kill, um, <laughs> and like not just because he's a towering you know hulk of a man and all this other kind of stuff but like i mean in terms of like it takes a certain type of personality to not only enjoy the fights you have but like dude thor's finn cut off the nubs of some of his fingers and gouged out his eyeball and like they're 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 still kind of like bros Sort of, kind of. Yeah, you know he what I like mean? respects. Like, he like he respects it. Like, oh, yeah, just... yeah. And it's it's just like one of like he doesn't. You, you know, like some people, if you did that to them, they would have the same vendetta that Thorsfin had against Ascalad. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you gouged out somebody's eye, they'd want to, you know, eye for an eye and all that kind of stuff. And like, I just, you know, it it reminded me of like things like where you know, I don't know. I had friends where they they married girls and and the the girls were already with child and things like that and it i don't know it it reminded me of stuff like that where i was just it was something i couldn't wrap my head around you know what i mean like and it's like and it's not like it's a bad thing it's not a judgmental thing it's like me me personally i I, it's almost like i'm realizing a shortcoming uh, in myself you know what i mean where i'm like sitting there going i don't think i could ever do that bro like you're you're way more wish yeah you're 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 way more cooler than I am, or whatever. You and wish like, you could like love something that much that you don't even care when you like fail at it, almost. Yeah, like, or, like, or, or or even even that it's like the, that aspect of like because because when you know when I was younger, I was full on you know Hamlet bro. Like I would I would think and and pontificate about every little thing and and agonize over it. And it's like it's not that I don't go through synapses and permutations now, but there, there's certain things I've learned in my older age to let go of, but it's just like, dude, bro, you let go of getting your finger nubs chopped off and your eyeball popped. Like, like, it's almost like, dude, teach me, bro. Like, how do you, how, how are you that Zen? You know? And it's like, he's not Zen, but like there, there's a Zenness about that. And I just, I don't know. It's just that to me is like super duper fascinating. He, he doesn't tell him right away that he's his uncle, but I knew like right off the bat where I was like, Oh damn, these, these dudes are related. I know they are. These characters are deceptively, you know, like you, you, you may think they're simple, but actually they're very, they're all very layered. You know what I mean? And it's just, and, and that's, you know, Thorskill is no, no exception to that rule. And it's like, it, the, the only thing I'd say about Thor's kill is like, there are aspects of this being as, as grounded as an anime can be. This is, this has certain aspects of, of grounded, very, you know, realistic, you know, you feel the dirt, you feel the blood, you feel death, you know, you like it, they don't, they, you know, it's not, it's not glamorized or cartoony or anything like that, at least, you know, in certain instances, right. There's an aspect of Thor's kill that reminds me of um, 
what's his face mustache man from um full metal alchemist oh yeah the um uh what do you call uh armstrong armstrong reminds me a great deal of armstrong in terms of of their you know not not only their stature but like the, the the whole you know he he's the one guy that gets to like cry tears of of waterfalls of tears right like and and can can spin around and have the little hearts and all that shit and i'm not saying they do that with thor's killed but like there there is a little bit of aspect of that or like like how they there's a slight aspect of where I feel slightly off kilter like I did when I watched Dozel Zabi and Gundam The Origin where there's there you know there there is that aspect where you kind of look at it and go Jesus man like if it was anybody else getting their eyeball popped out it, it might not work but like there, there's a certain aspect of and I'm not going to say he's comic relief but there's a certain aspect of like he's a he's just a unique larger entity. than life yeah he's like a unique entity in and of himself and 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 sometimes you can get away with a little more than than you could with with somebody else that was supposed to be in this realistic setting because he's it, it's not about i i don't know that it's necessarily about the comical aspect but it's about his maybe bluntness you know directness like his he doesn't have the Aureola Borealis fan aura, but he's kind of got that the 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 gusto. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like there's and and also you know you know what else he kind of has like I, and I don't know how to quantify this, but it's like it's like what is it like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like type thing. You know what I mean? Like like or what what's the other one? Like something glue whatever bounces off of me sticks onto you. Like he yeah he, like that's like. That's his entire like, and it, it, it's 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 with like very very serious things. Do you know what I mean? But like somehow yeah. it just it just it all just bounces off of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like it's like you think you think a guy like that would like you know totally like get into some heavy vendetta shit or or whatever. But it it just seems like he's just like okay now I'm gonna go eat or okay now I'm gonna go do whatever like let's go drink or let's go whatever and and it's like. You know, it's just another fucking day. You know it's what I like mean? He's it's all like id and no like ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's no, no. It's, one bit with him that always makes me laugh is when when that episode where he sits down in the middle of like their their second duel and he's like, you know, he gives Thorfinn like the history lesson about how he knows Thor's and how he knows mm-hmm. how he's related to Thorfinn's mother. And all that. And then, like, at the end of it, he's like, okay, like, now tell me what Thor's was, like, up to all those years. And Thorfinn's like, I don't know you anything. Like, I ain't, I ain't telling you shit. Like, and, <laughs> and Thorkell's like, what? But, like, I just told you, like, that long story. Like, you know, and he's all upset about uh, it. Like, you know. Uh, uh. Thorfinn, what kind of life did your father live in Iceland? Tell me. <laughs> like hell, I will. <laughs> what? I told you my story! Think that makes a difference? How selfish! I bet the real reason you won't do it is because you can't. I can tell by the look in your eyes. They don't have the same spark that his did. What's that? The truth is, Thor's didn't teach you anything at all. And now you're embarrassed about it. (laughs) 
he kind of reminded me of parts of like Marvel's Hercules, sort of. Mm, like, you know, mm, he's got okay. that kind of zest for, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Life, life and like, yeah. And like, it's bizarre because obviously it predates much like, you know, Jane Foster Thor. Like, it, it predates this too. But he almost kind of reminded me of like Chris Hemsworth's Thor a little bit, like just mm. in visuals at least. But. Mm. Yeah, I, I was oh, I, because I, because by the time he he gets like the eye gouged out and all that yeah, other shit. Uh-huh, okay. and yeah, okay. he starts to have like similar visual like you know okay. aesthetics and like I I was almost like first time watching and I was like huh like since it came out in 2019 I was like huh did they like take some inspiration from like the MCU for this but then I was like oh no the manga was like long the manga's long, in long long ago so, okay okay. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm glad you um, just filled me in on the timetable because, like I said, well, I don't know, but you know, I figure, you know, there there might have been something like that. So it's good to know. Yeah, like I think it. it the show does a good job of, you know, Askeladd orders the death of all these innocent people. I mean. Bjorn, in that same episode, it's like Bjorn breaks into that family's home and like backhands that old woman through a wall, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and you're yeah. like, man, like, what a fucking like yeah, well, that, that's monster. Why, like, but but yeah, like yeah. the next episode, you're feeling bad because Bjorn is dying, basically. Right, right. So. That that's that's why I feel like that, that that's something that's very Game of Thrones about this, where there's that that you know the the Jamie Lannister effect, where you know there, there's things that they do. You know, he pushed a kid out a fucking window, right? But then. Then, you know, like you're saying, you feel bad when when the guy's fucking on his deathbed or something, you know what I mean? So it's like there's 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 that dimensionality to it, you know. And again, I think maybe going back to what what I've been saying often on all these various shows, you know, it's it's it's, you know, the the illusion of uh, civilization. Right. Like 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 everything's nice and civilized when you you have a chance to get to know whoever it is. But I, I think there is a an aspect of naivete if you think you, you you know things that you have or don't don't necessarily come at the expense of other other people right like so it's like i you know i don't know it's just i i don't know that that's necessarily changed even though people would like you to uh believe it has or 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 maybe people are you know you know they have their heads in the sand like an ostrich about it or whatever you know and it's like you know that that's the thing like there's a cost to to those things i mean it's like it's interesting because it's like you could on on face value right like you know i think thor's i mean we haven't talked about him too much but uh thorfinn's father thor's i mean very much you know if you go back to that game of thrones uh, parallel right it, it's very much the um the starks you know it's very much ned stark right like there's there's a character he seems like a pretty good guy everybody likes him you know that whole thing you know and i you know i don't know that ned stark was like the greatest warrior in the universe but thor's is clearly you know he jumps on a ship and takes on 30 men and doesn't doesn't kill any of them and it almost has the whole you know, Doctor Who, nobody dies today. My name is Superman. I do not kill Spider-Man. You know, nobody dies. You know, all this kind of self-righteous kind of stuff going on. Right. And 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 to him, you know, a long time ago, kind of like, the I don't know, Rurouni Kenshin or something. You know, he was one of the, the baddest guys there was and killed hundreds of people. And finally, he got tired of it and kind of goes off to, you know, fake his death and all that other stuff. But when when he goes off and starts his own family, you know, I mean, th- there there was a, you know, a price to be paid for that. And eventually, you know, it's it, it sucks. But like, you know, Thorfinn ends up paying a lot of it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, you know, the whole, you know, Nordic code is like, you know, you desert the army. We're going to we're going to take you out, you know, and that's that's what 
that's why that whole thing is put into effect. You know, like it, it got me wondering because the, the the one the one aspect of this that um, and and I'm not like sad about it or disappointed or anything like that, but I think I think when you when you originally pitched this and when you mentioned it was Game of Thrones like. There was an aspect to me that wondered kind of like it's kind of like when uh, they do the stuff with Batman and, and you know, it's like they, they try to do, OK, well, Joe Chill killed his parents. But then it's like, but Lou Moxon, you know, was the, the you know, got treated by Dr. Wayne and Lou Moxon was actually pissed off and, 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 you know, made it like it was random, but he was really behind it. So there's like there's like escalations of like conspiratorial things and you find out you know more and more you know there's there's other people that were involved with the the deaths of the waynes and stuff like that and i i started to wonder oh well is you know it was thorfinn going to go after um what would i i forget the 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 dane kings floki 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 like was 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 thorfinn gonna go after floki was thorkin gonna you know go after the the dane king you know what i mean like like there was there was all those kind of things running through my head and I don't think any of those things really came to pass but it was something that was a you know a synapse consideration for me you know like a, I guess a minor spoiler but it's like in the third manga arc like well into the hundreds it's like Thorfinn finally like finds out that like Floki was the one who put out like the hit on oh, Thor's okay and like okay. he, he's in a very different place mentally at that point. So it kind of throws a monkey wrench into like what he was trying to do at that mm-hmm. moment. So but like it, it's it, 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 it's very interesting. Like, you know, it, it it's it, it's something that isn't forgotten, basically. Okay. Like they, they, okay. they, they cool. he never forgets that like the, the author never forgets that. Oh, yeah. Remember that Floki was the one who told Askeladd's band to like take Thor's out. So right. Right. Floki's kind of like um I mean, he was he the the head of the you know the what do they call him the Yams Vikings or whatever, yeah, yeah. which is what the you know the Viking the elite Vikings that Thor's was a part of. So like he kind of uh, what do you call he is he, he, even though like this, I mean he has a presence in this first season, but he becomes much more important like later on. So. Yeah, and then I mean, uh, what else? I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of like incidental characters that like tag along with you know Askeladd's band, and I like the um, the two like <laughs> the like I call them like the Lenny and Carl of the Askeladd's band. Uh, I think uh, their names the, are the, the Torgren and yeah, Atley. Yeah, and like they yeah. kind of have a you know almost like a, a Rosenthal and Gildenstern type oh, Ro- Ro- like, Rosencrantz and Gildenstern yeah Rosen, Rosen that's what I'm trying to yeah Rosencrantz and Gildenstern sort of like vibe to them where yeah, they yeah, you yeah. know oh what the fuck is this shit like all about like you know and uh, I, I I like their their conversations with the priest that like c- comes along with Canute because like it, it's funny seeing like you know obviously like you said this is like thousands of years ago and like or or hundreds of years ago and like you know religions are not as like you know there's the viking religion of like norse gods and whatever and then there's this priest who's like you know a christian like priest and so like you know they kind of like have all these like conversations about religion and stuff and like it's funny how like it's funny to see how people see like 
like your religion, basically. Like I was raised Catholic. So like it's it's funny to see them like the two brothers be like, you know, oh, did you see like the Christians like God or whatever? And they're talking about like Jesus on the cross. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, right. oh, he looks so puny and weak. Right, like, you right. know, Odin would like kick his ass. Like, right, you know, right. So right. The, and it's like they don't understand what that meant. Basically. Meant. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But, well, you you know what's interesting about that too is, and and uh, you know, I I don't know that I want to get too deep into it, but it, it it's it's interesting because it's a Japanese author putting spins on the Norse gods and and Christianity, but then it, it takes this weird twinge of like I, I'm just gonna call it like New Age, earthy Japanese stuff do you know what i mean because it's like he goes all full life day that uh that christian priest where it's almost like is he really christian anymore like like because it's like it's like he has that weird moment and then that that's part of i guess canute you know as you called it becoming a man you know or whatever whatever right like that 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 transition that he makes right but there's that weird you know this is the part of me that's like if if this show has any agenda i feel like it's that where where like there's those moments where to to me like and and i don't i don't know if it's something that's easy for me to wrap my head around it's kind of like loving submission or whatever right but like there's that espousal of true love is the earth and life and 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 without any holding back and and uh, see, it's it's hard for me to describe in words, but but that's what they're talking about, and I understand it conceptually. I don't know that I agree with it, but I understand it conceptually, and and so they, they and and to to me, I think it's interesting because I'm like, well, is he really Christian anymore when he comes to that conclusion? And it seems like that's something that Canute picks up on, and I think to me, I, I felt like that moment when when Thorsfinn sees the bird and he leaves Leif Erikson that last time in the anime the first season like that that to me was almost a moment of like because it was like it was like he had just lost that last duel with Ascalad, and and i think he was reeling from that and and trying to deal with that in his head and like w- what is he going to do in the next 10 years of his life and all that other stuff right and like i, I think there's that moment of like where you you know he saw that bird and like then he looked at the sky and like it's to me it was very much like you know realizing that that love was the earth you know like like i i i don't know how to i don't know how to quantify it any other way than that but like like and 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 what what's funny to me is like that that to me again doesn't seem to jive with christianity norse religion or any any other religion that I can think of, save maybe, you know, I don't know, people are going to get insulted if I call it a religion, but, you know, the, the this whole um, Earth Day recycle, you know, thing or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that in and of itself Philosophy is its own, is, is its own little, to, to me, is its own little religion in and of itself, right? Which, which you know, uh, has connotations to that, which may or may not be insulting. But, um, but, but my, my point being is it, it's interesting that they kind of, there's a there's a there's a layer or veneer of that 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 goes over all of this and i i guess that's kind of interesting because they are gonna go to vinland which to me i'm like america yeah you know like like i'm um, i guess that's something that was you know that, that i thought was uh fascinating about about this particular piece 
I wanted to ask you too. Um, were you confused at all by the very last scene of the show? Like, uh, yeah, because because I I was trying to I was trying to think about how to explain that, but like, um, I, I don't know. Part of me wonders if they should have just cut it out on Thor's Finn and then ran the credits and then ran that as like a, cause to me it seemed like it was like, you know, and then, and then part of me is like, Oh, but they spent all this money on it and they didn't feel like doing it. And you know, like, they didn't just want it to be an after credit scene or something like that. So I, I, it's weird. Like I kind of understand it, but like, I, I feel like, I feel like that's one of those things like watching the intro of an anime where, you know, clearly that will, that will have more impact for people once they eventually get to watch the second season. But there is, yeah. there, there is that weird aspect of like, you know, it, it may, maybe, maybe I can say this, this is what it's like for, uh, for noobs to watch like, you know, Marvel end credit after sequences or something where people yeah. are like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, and it's like, I, I sort of, I, you know, I was kind of like, wait, what? And then I, I think I looked up a couple things. I was like, oh, this is going to be his best friend in the second season. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that. Cause I, I think, I think my, my level was like, am I missing something? Like, and I'm like, that's not Thorfinn grown up, is it? And I was like, no, that's some other dude, you know, like, like, so I was like, okay. And I'm yeah, like jumping a little ahead of myself. Cause it made me want to be like, you know, then, then that leads you to the whole down the rabbit hole of, you know, the ending of Vinland saga explained, you know, like, uh-huh. like nonsense, you know, or whatever. But it's like, I didn't want to go too deep down that rabbit hole, but there, there was, there was definitely an aspect of where I was like, do I need to watch that again? And I was like, I don't think I do. Cause I think, I think I wasn't supposed to know any of those people. Cause I think that's yeah, all what's coming in, in, in the characters second season. that are yeah, you know? coming. Yeah. So, so I was like, I, I was like, yeah. so it was like, I, so I'm supposed to be confused. you know what I mean? Like, like, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. supposed to know who those people are, you know? So I was like, so, so that's fine. You know, like that was my, that was my ultimate kind of uh, determination after I went through a few, few synapses or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the girl, the girl, the first one, like the blonde girl with the headband trekking through the snow. Like she, she's probably my favorite character in the show, but she probably won't be along till like the third season. Like, Mm. you know, like you meet the the very last guy on the slave ship, uh, Einar, uh, in the next like season, like during uh, what, like I said, fans call farmland saga. But like the other two girls, like you won't meet and probably in for another like season or so because they they kind of are introduced in like the world tour like arc so like when they're sailing around and shit but but yeah like i i had the same reaction when i first watched it i was like who are those people like and then i looked it up and i was like oh these are this is a hint at like you know where the manga has gone and but, you're, uh, it, just just for my edification you're current on the manga yes uh-huh. okay okay you know th- th- that that got me thinking about because uh, it's it's honestly like uh, you know i i watch anime and i read manga but but i'm not super balls deep into to all of it but i i was i was trying to think of and i i don't know that i found an equivalent like i don't think i've ever watched an anime and then got so into it that i went ahead and read a currently ongoing manga about it but i have i have seen some the, the closest thing i can think of is I saw Rikio, which was a live action movie that I thought was the the shiznit, right? And I, I realized it was based on a manga. And the anime is like a six episode OVA that's fucking terrible. 
Um, it doesn't do the the manga just like like justice at all. It kind of reminds me of how you you know you know how you have to go through a bunch of backflips to explain Berserk to people and go, dude, the manga's awesome, but there's this anime and there's that anime and yeah. they're not really faithful and it doesn't work and blah blah blah. I feel like the same thing with Rikio where I have to be like, dude, there's a live action movie and it's awesome, but it's not quite the entire manga. And then there's this anime, six episodes and it kind of sucks and it's not readily available and blah 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 blah. And then there's the fucking manga, which I like ripped the fuck through and thought was like the greatest fucking thing ever. Right. Like, so I, I feel like th- that's the closest thing I can equate to maybe what you did here with Vinland Saga. But I, I don't think I've ever. And, and, and my under, if my understanding is is wrong, you can correct me. But my understanding is this is very the, the anime is very faithful to the to the. Yes. Manga. Okay. It, well, it's like the only thing that's different. Well, like I mean, aside from some details here and there, but the, the do you remember? Um, I think it's like episode seven or eight when like the Toad King guy, like the fat ass like oh, yeah, Toad yeah, yeah. guy, like yeah. that episode where they like you know they come onto his battlefield uh-huh. and help him uh-huh. out and whatever. That's the first chapter of the manga. Like you, you okay. get introduced to like Askeladd and his band. And Thorfinn's already a teenager, and like that's okay. how you introduce, like you know, it's kind of like the pilot episode or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like here's, you know, because they introduce Askeladd and his band and what they do, and then they introduce Thorfinn and what his deal is, and that he, you know, he does all this battlefield shit so he can get a duel with Askeladd. So like they like the first few chapters of the manga are those like I think it's like episodes seven and eight. Where in like, you know, after Thorfinn loses the duel and he's chilling on that boat and the like slave girl comes out to like give uh, him his food or whatever. Okay. That's and when then, he like they he nods back. off and okay. he like flashes back to like the first five episodes. Basically. Got it. Like, got it. Like this is how like here's my origin story. Right. Like, this, this is, is this how we is got where here. I come from. Yeah. They decided to go like in chronological order for the okay. anime, which is okay. probably probably more uh, user friendly, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and much more user friendly than Berserk because yeah. like Berserk, it's like you might as well just read the manga from the beginning because the first Berserk anime from 1997 like starts at chapter like it, it goes from chapter one of Berserk all the way to like chapter like 20 of Berserk and then like th- goes through 20 through one chapters 20 through like I forgot like uh, 60 something or something. And then it goes all the way back. Like so like, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. They 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 have to adapt these things. And like, you know, when it, when it's an anime, they got to be more, like I said, user friendly, I guess. But. You you know what you know what I thought was funny uh, was and this is a total side note but um I was I was looking at the different intros and I I finally turned on like the subtitles for some of the quote unquote lyrics or whatever but like I I still feel like maybe these are asswipe fan subs because like <laughs> you know you know at the end of it where it's like the the I, I forget you know it's it's Japanese right but then there's that line where you know he's like can somebody tell me what's going on or whatever and and there's that shot of him like kind of screaming up into the sky and the 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 song the singer is also sort of screaming the lyric and all that (laughs) kind of stuff but when when i looked at the subtitle it was like can somebody tell me what the fuck going on or whatever and i was just like that can't be what what he's saying you know 
There's, I think, like in in the Netflix. Well, I guess we'll, we'll transition to this eventually about how there are two dubs and whatever. But like in the Netflix dub, I think they only use like the F word once. Mm. But like in the, the Sentai dub, I guess they pepper it in a lot more. So uh-huh. like, but like the Netflix dub, I think like Askeladd says it to um like after Thor's is like shot up in that you know the one kid who likes Thor's daughter like tries to attack him and oh, like, right, Askeladd right, puts right. him down and says you mm-hmm. stupid like fucking brat like you should right, you should right. be thankful that Thor's like bought you your life or whatever right right, right. I, but like I've seen a few clips on YouTube of the Sentai dub and they don't they add in like the F word a couple more times like when when little like six year old Thorfinn is like on the boat like like following them and like he's like you know screaming at them from across the boat like right right like you know he's just like kind of screaming in rage in like the netflix and the japanese like versions but like in the sentai dub he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you mm, mm, so. mm. oh that seems an appropriate time to say it i suppose yeah, but uh-huh. yeah it's interesting so 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 you've only seen clips of the sentai yeah i i i specifically you know because you mentioned that it was the best dub and i i sort of agree because i was like oh la you know like the yeah, la cast netflix did dub, yeah. did the netflix dub so i was like oh, okay i'm gonna watch that you know the, the the only the only thing that uh minorly took me out of it and, and very very minor was um I think the guy who normally does uh, Lupin for like the L.A. dubs was doing um, Canute had the the one advisor that gets killed by Askeladd. But then his brother shows up and I don't remember what his brother's name is. But like that, I was like, oh, wait, that's a. that's the Lupin guy, you know, because I could oh, yeah, was t- like Tony oh, Oliver. I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure that was Tony Oliver because I could tell, and I was yeah. just like, oh, that's you know, I don't know. That was that was one of those like blah 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 blah, blah performances, you know, where where I was like, oh, I get it because that's the guy he's supposed to. You know, be the, the one the one voice I didn't like in the Netflix dub was a uh, uh, Ragnar, uh, oh, like Knut's okay. like advisor, because that was a uh, Kyle Hibbert, you know, like okay. Gohan, like you yeah. know. Like, I'm trying to trying his best to do it like an old man sort of voice, but I, I thought it kind of came off as a little forced. But, forced. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, but I, I love you know I love Kirk Thornton as like you know Baskalad, like you know we know him from like tons of Gundam stuff. Like he mm-hmm. was like Anavel Gato, he was a uh, uh, Rol like in the Origin stuff. Like and mm-hmm. I mean he was Guile and Street Fighter, the animated movie. Like you know, I mean, basically, if you've ever seen anime ever in like the last two decades, you've probably heard his right, voice. Heard his voice, yeah, yeah. And then uh, um, Patrick uh, Sates, I think his name is, is uh, Thorkel. And like he, like I, I've seen him in other things, but all I'll like I, I mostly remember him. He, um, he was. I don't, I don't think you've seen Dragon Ball Super, but like he was the character Jaren in Dragon Ball Super, who was like the big, like sort of main bad guy of Super. Well, not bad guy, but adversary of Super. And he, he was also, um, friggin' uh, uh, Foghorn Leghorn Overlord. So yeah, okay, okay. I, yeah, I guess not. I mean, I've seen, I, I've only seen the the movies really, like the the yeah, Frieza Jaren movie and the Broly the movies. But, okay, but yeah, he was also, you know, I say, I say, like Foghorn Leghorn Overlord okay. and the okay. you know Combiner okay. Mashidama stuff. So oh 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 okay okay yeah. But, and then, you know, there's other there's obviously other people that like, I mean, if you've ever heard an L.A. dub, you've you know yeah. probably heard yeah. some of these voices before, but. 
but yeah, like I, I, I really like I, I really like the Netflix dub. I and I only watched like I, I watched a bunch of comparison clips for the Sentai dub, and like I, they have a different script too, which is a lot like. Like, I, I guess, like, I, I was looking at the comments and people were like, you know, so the, the Sentai dub has a lot of defenders, too, where they think it's, like, closer to the original, like, Japanese, like, language. But I don't know, like, I, it's a lot, because because of that, I feel like the dialogue's a lot more awkward and, like, you know, it, it, unnatural. That, that's, like, that's what I felt like when I was looking at the subtitles for the song, too, where where it, it it's one of those things where they, like, literally translate it and it doesn't. It sounds awkward, literally translated into English because the it, it's there's there's too much emphasis placed on translating an exact word, but those words don't really form a a natural pattern of speech. I guess is yeah. the, the best way to explain it. And I mean, we talked about the first opening. Um, like the second opening, I, I think is okay. Like I like, you know, it's Man yeah, with a Mission yeah, who does yeah. like the, you know, the Iron Blooded Orphans theme or whatever. So like they sing sort of in English, like parts of it too. Like so, yeah, I kind of, yeah. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but it no. kind of grew on me. Like you know, eh, it's okay. I, 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 I guess maybe I'm biased from when you showed us that intro. Yeah, but, the, the first but, one's but that first one, yeah, yeah, that but, first one's great. Yeah. I, I like that, that that's the kind of one that I would always watch regardless of you know that yeah. that that's the first intro I wouldn't skip the second one I just kind of because uh, I'm lazy, I left it on, but I wasn't really like into yeah. it as much. You know? I, lo- I love the bit in the second intro where it, like, you know, the, the guitar like kicks in and it's like Thorfinn, like all bloodied up, like standing mm. on a thing with mm. a wolf in the background. Yeah, 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 like yeah. that's a you know, that's an awesome bit in that second intro. But and then, you know, the endings are just kind of, you know sad and melancholy basically i like but, i like the second outro i think better than the yeah, first the, outro. The, uh, drown i think it's mm-hmm, called yeah, mm-hmm. like, very yeah uh, very like i said kind of like sad and like longing and melancholy basically yeah, yeah yeah but i mean that works but yeah like i mean i i really well i guess like i was looking into it because they keep like they showed like a 20 second sort of teaser for season three yeah it's just you yeah. know i'm in mean, a season two but I, I guess like the because it got all fucked up because of COVID, I think. But uh, like the the studio that was handling season one is no longer like handling it. So like they had mm-hmm. to pass off everything they had did they had done already to a different studio to handle season two. And like the the release date of season two is just like 2022. And it's been like that mm-hmm. for like this whole year so far. Like they haven't. Mm-hmm. Had a you know I'm gonna assume maybe like the fall anime season like yeah, basically yeah. but you know we've been waiting you know 2019 so I mean it's yeah, been like two yeah. or three years now but like I said they can squeeze probably if if this last arc of the manga wraps up soon they can probably squeeze about four seasons out of this anime if it's all if they're all like 24 episodes a piece so or you know maybe maybe you'll be lucky and this uh, recording will be totally outdated by the time we release it yeah like maybe like... by the time we release it there'll be a solid <laughs> yeah answer to a my solid questions or yeah. something yeah but yeah like i mean the manga is still going strong i mean the chapter 192 one i think it was or 192 was like one of the best chapters in like you know the last like 50 chapters like it was so good like people were saying it was like so good it could have been like the ending to the story basically Mm. but i don't think it's much of a spoiler to tell you they are in vinland now for the final like arc of the manga so you know and the the 
you know, they're, they're, uh, trying to make peace with the natives. And there's a lot of like, you know, this people in Thorfinn's band that don't necessarily agree with what he's doing. And there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, as usual, political entanglement and mm. dramatic stuff. So, and, it, and you mentioned like Roroni Kenshin before, and like this, this series does get very similar to like Roroni Kenshin, like as like Thorfinn kind of like wrestles with how to atone for what he's done and like, mm. you know live a worthwhile life and uh, like how to, how he should like undertake that but but yeah like i i'm glad i got to like you know uh expose you to this and uh, uh i i really like it i i'm you know i i've bought product for it so i mean like that's always a sign that man like i, I really really what? liked this and what what I mean, well, like, what product have you? I, I've actually oh. bought some of like the the like hardcover manga like okay. uh, volumes and stuff like that. And you know, I, I was kind of like, I was looking for like if they made any figures or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. there is a a figure art of like assassin Thorfinn like that's been in production for like a few years now. But like, oh, but it, they've it's, never it's no, released it. Yeah, all they have is like a grayscale like model of him with his like two knives and uh, whatever. And okay. like they haven't okay. mentioned if it's ever gonna be released or whatever so okay okay i mean this is the show and the manga is very successful so i don't see why not like i guess maybe like covid probably like yeah like probably put screwed a up and like, timing and plans yeah. and things like that yeah well they they said like you know 2019 they like I, I always see reviews of this manga where they're like oh 2019 was a terrible year for like a, a anime and manga but like vinland saga like really like you know stood out from the pack but i don't know maybe they that whole year kind of dragged it down because they call it like an anime graveyard year or something if they if they do announce a Thorfinn like figure art and assuming like, you know, he's, you know, it's teenage Thorfinn. So he's not going to be like a huge figure. So if he's under like 60 bucks or whatever, I might pick him up, but well, I, at this point I'd say 60 bucks is wishful thinking for yeah, anything uh-huh. like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. well, I'm thinking, like I said, I'm thinking because he's a kid, like he might be a little shorter, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but then again, how much was that like Krillin figure we yeah. saw? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he was the world's strongest man. The world's strongest. Like it or not, you'll have to move on. Time to pull yourself free. <laughs> Don't get stuck in a worthless place like this forever. Yeah, so I'm 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 happy you introduced me to this. This was this was time well spent. I know I've been raging against the machine that is uh, popular entertainment, but this this is nothing to rage about. It's a lot of fun if you like. If you like anime and and don't have any hangups about that and uh, you enjoy history and and uh, you don't mind a little gore and this and that, like I I think uh, it'll be right up your alley, especially if you, as we've repeatedly said, if you if you dig something like Game of Thrones, you'll probably certainly dig this if you dig anime. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can reach us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. We are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. We can be found on all kinds of streaming. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And if you want, you can direct download all the episodes over on fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. So this is going to wrap things up for Big in Japan. And until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Hey, it's Mike. I have no enemies, and no one does. (laughs) 
Mr. Plinkett would be like, I think I have some enemies. Like, I think there are some enemies out there. But what have I been doing with the last 10 years of my podcast I, life? I know, right? Have you thought about what, what you're going to do when, I, when the Fan Holes podcast is dead? Yeah, exactly. When you killed I it in I, I, have, I, I haven't even considered it, Michael. I haven't <laughs> even considered it. Go far, far beyond the Fan Holes podcast. Uh, dude, seventy dollars, man. Mm. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, this shit's not enough. Like, I, I not mean, I value for that. Yeah, like it's not. It's not about the money. Like, it's about you know the value you're getting for the amount of money. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go all like Joker there for a second. Like, it's not about the money. It's, it's not about, about sending money. a message. It's not about the money, Michael. It's about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bunch of Marvel Legends on a fucking on in a warehouse, and you start burning them all down. Everything burns. It's like he's sitting on top of a giant pyramid of Marvel Legends. <laughs> uh, oh shit! 